here. Welcome back to Talking Turley. You are not going to want to miss this. You'll never guess what that maverick, what that crazy madcap Elon Musk has said about the evil George Soros. I mean, I can't believe it. We're going to look at what Steve Turley himself said about Elon Musk talking about George Soros. Elon Musk dropped a bombshell on the Joe Rogan podcast with several choice words for the ultra-leftist billionaire George Soros. We're going to see exactly what Elon had to say and precisely why he said it. Hey, gang, it's me, Dr. Steve, your patriot professor. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and let's dive right in. I mean, Soros actually, you know, he is, I believe, the top contributor to the Democratic Party. Um, the second one was uh, Sam, Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and Soros, I don't know. I mean, he had a very difficult upbringing, um, and uh, I, in my opinion, he fundamentally hates humanity. That's my opinion. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, he's doing things that erode the fabric of civilization. You know, uh, getting DAs elected who refuse to prosecute crime. That's part of the problem in San Francisco. And LA and a bunch of other cities. So why would you do that? Was it humanity or is it just the United States as a whole? I mean, is I mean he's pushing things to other countries too. He's not doing just the here. same thing. Yeah. Now, George at this point is pretty old. I mean, he's not. Uh, you know, he's basically a bit senile at this point. But I mean, he he, he and, and he's he, he's a, he's very smart. Um, and he's very good at arbitrage. You know, famously, he uh, shorted the British pound. That's sort of how I, uh, I think he made his first uh, money was shorting the pound. Um, so he's, he's good at spotting, uh, basically, arbitrage, like spotting value for money that other people don't see. So uh, one of the things he noticed was that, in, if, it, that, that the value for money in local races is much higher than it is in national races. The lowest value for money is a presidential race. Then next lowest value for money is a Senate race, then a Congress, and then... Sorry to interrupt here, but this is a really good point by Elon Musk. This is a very good point about uh, why Soros targeted the DAs. Uh, quite insightful from uh, the rich world's richest man here. But once you get to sort of city and state district attorneys, um, the value for money is extremely good. And uh, Soros realized that you, you don't actually need to change laws. You just need to change how they're enforced. If nobody chooses to enforce the law or the laws are differentially enforced, it's like changing the laws. All right. So there's a lot there to unpack. So let's start with the bombshell statement that Elon, he's actually made before where he believes that Soros fundamentally hates humanity. In a tweet some months back, Musk compared Soros to the X-Men villain Magneto who's on a war path against humanity. And when a Twitter user defended Soros as having good intentions, which are criticized by those who disagree with his politics, Musk responded, you assume they're good intentions. They're not. He wants to erode the very fabric of civilization. Soros hates humanity. And so you basically heard him repeat that very thing with Joe Rogan. Soros hates humanity. And by the way, the mind-numb legacy media who are incurably you know, encumbered by wokeness, 
only respond by accusing Musk of anti-Semitism whenever he talks about Soros like that. It's so predictably boring and stupid. Far better is a recent piece from Business Insider, which tried to understand precisely why Soros is so literally hell-bent on putting in these radical far-left DEAs who refuse to enforce the law. And one theory, besides the notion that he hates humanity, one theory is that it's actually rooted in something he said back in 2006, where Soros actually said that the main obstacle to a stable and just world is the United States. And here's the problem, guys. I agree with George Soros on this comment. <laughs> I think George Soros is right. I think that the United States is an obstacle to a just and st stable world. That his opposition to the neocon project to remake the world in America's image, to, you know, uh, I, I basically agree with this. This is basically correct. Um, so, you know, it isn't Iran, Russia, China, Islamic terrorist groups, blah, blah, blah. That's a threat to the stability of the world. It is the kind of lunatics who run Washington. However, obviously, what I disagree with George Soros on is, you know, the positive vision. I mean, he uh, is responsible for, uh, you know, funding and fueling many refugees into Europe, um, you know, mass migration on a huge scale, NGO groups promoting transgenderism, um, plenty of work done on uh, where Soros' money goes. Uh, so obviously, I'm against all of that and, and the DAs that Elon Musk is bringing up. But in terms of the uh, actual uh, diagnosis in this 2006 statement from Soros, I'm afraid I agree. I basically disagree that um, the source of many of the problems is the United States. Um, and I believe that if the United States balkanized or ceased to exist in its current form, um, it would, you know, a great source of the, uh, you know, the things that Steve Turley rails against, globalization and, you know, with the, uh, the the rainbow dildo and the pride flag and BLM and all, all this bullshit. It all comes from America, first, first and foremost, uh, in, in my view. And I think that um, George Soros is quite a convenient, uh, hate to use this phrase, scapegoat for a lot of the stuff that comes straight out of the State Department. Uh, you know, th this is basically like American official government policy on both sides, you know, GOP and um, uh, Democrats. And, you know, in other videos, Steve Turley actually recognizes many of these things that I'm saying. And I guess one of my frustrations with doc the, the, the good doctor is that, like, there, there isn't a bit of red meat that this guy doesn't take, you know. Um, you know, it'll make a good video, it'll make a good 10 minute video. So let's uh, let's cheer on Elon Musk having a go at uh, George Soros. But you understand, you do you understand what I'm saying, right? Is that in, in, in other videos, he doesn't draw the connections between what he says elsewhere and what he's saying here. I mean, it's clear that George Soros is not the sole person responsible uh, for many of these issues. And he has the grain, at least, of a, of a decent bit of analysis here back in 2006. Uh, anyway, let's see where this goes. Let's see, see where this goes. And this Business Insider piece argues that Soros' efforts inside the United States 
to deliberately undermine the enforcement of law and order are consistent with that view. Soros wants to intentionally weaken the United States from within so as to weaken our power abroad. Soros saw the state's souls based George Soros. <laughs> if that is true, it's genius. If that is his plan, it is magneto-level genius. He wants to destabilize America. He wants to, like, you know, deliberately fund, like, leftist bullshit in order to weaken the foundations of the country, um, in order to destroy the base of the military-industrial complex. That would be a genius plan if it was true. I'm not sure if I believe it, but it would be genius. Superpower status as a threat to international peace and prosperity. And so in order to further a far more multilateral world order, he's been deliberately trying to set internal discord and disarray here at home. And the key here is the role that the radicalized. But you see, that's what Steve Turley wants. Steve Turley wants a multi. I've, I've heard him so many times in so many videos when he's praising Putin, when he's talking about uh, you know, uh, Erdogan and uh, Orban and all these different people, he has praised the idea of a, of a multilateral world. You know, um, he, you know, Steve Turley is not a neocon. He's not someone who wants America to be the, the global policeman. You know, he, he's broadly speaking isolationist in his foreign policy. And, you know, it's one of many of the central planks of the original MAGA that I've heard Steve Tordy talk to talk about so many times. Like he's not a he's not a kind of imperialist warmonger like the neocons. So you know, ironically, on this exact point, he's actually with George Soros. He actually agrees with George Soros on this very thing. And you know, one of the reasons I wanted to do this uh, series is that um, I think these weird contradictions in like the world of the Steve Turley videos actually makes me start to think like, what are these things that we're like, you know, if, if this is what George Soros really wants, um, obviously, I, you know, I don't support his support for refugees or immigration or his funding of corrupt DAs uh, who don't enforce the law. Obviously all those things are bad. Um, what I'm saying is like, if the fundamental cause of Soros is the amend is the end of American supremacy? I mean, it seems to me that Turley's not up for that either, right? He's coming at it from a different end. Obviously, Soros is a leftist. Turley is coming from a conservative position. But I'm just like I just wonder how he squares these two things. So let, let's see where he goes. This Democratic Party plays in all of this. It's the Democrats that have been radicalized, right? Not Republicans, Democrats. They're the ones who are openly attempting to bring in a post-American society within our borders. The Democrats are deliberately trying to weaken the United States, particularly at its local municipal levels with these insane DAs, so as to be able to usher in a more globalist-inspired conception of government in accordance with Soros's vision. That would certainly explain the tens of millions of dollars he pours into the coffers of some of the most anti-law enforcement Democrats on the planet. And it takes stock of Soros's radical commitment to globalization and centralized globalizing institutions like the WEF. But there is most certainly a dimension in Soros's thought that does seem to underscore precisely what Musk accuses him of. Soros definitely hates humanity. 
and I'm going to show you precisely why. But first, every one of you needs to click on that link below right now and learn how to stick it to the establishment by using their own corruption against them. And you Hey gang, it's me, Academic Agent, and I can't wait to share with you some analysis of awesome conservative trends by Dr. Steve Turley. You are not going to want to miss this. But first, let me tell you one of the great courses available at the Academic Agency. Buy it now. Foundations of Politics, only £350. Buy it now. See the world as it is and not how it ought to be. History is the graveyard of aristocracy. Who says organization says oligarchy? Who decides? Who interprets? The extremes of individualism and socialism meet. That was their predestined course. Foundations of politics. Only £350. Buy it now. Many commentators fail to recognize that one of, if not the single most fundamental concerns for Soros is his radical environmental apocalypticism. Soros actually sees the planet as basically expiring, and he believes that only by galvanizing the world's populations into a fully cooperative global community can we hope to overcome this ecological catastrophe. And this is where Soros' politics takes another rather sinister turn. If, according to him, what's at stake with our political policies is the very survival of our planet, if that's the case, then it logically follows that populations simply can't be allowed to choose what Soros believes to be the wrong leaders to represent them. They can't choose a Trump or an Orban in Hungary or Modi in India or Bolsonaro in Brazil. If they do, then Soros... And this is a good bit of analysis by Turdy, by the way. Uh, I'll give him his due here. This is spot on from uh, Dr. Steve. And, you know, this series is not going to wholly be uh, critical uh, of Turley, where he makes good points. I will give him his due. Response immediately galvanizes this web of billion-dollar NGOs that in turn actively interfere into the politics of sovereign nations around the planet, precisely to overturn and undo the democratically expressed will of the voters. Soros, when all said and done, he can claim to be a Democrat till he's blue in the face. It doesn't change the fact that he's doing everything he possibly can to orchestrate world events irrespective of voters' will and intention. In the end, because of the environmental apocalypticism, all his rhetoric about open societies and democracy and human rights are all for naught. The only legitimate governments are governments that go along with Soros' vision for the planet and the world order that he believes that'll preserve it. No other form of government, no matter how democratically expressed, will do. That, to me, perhaps is the single most sinister element of Soros's politics and worldview. And in this sense, I think Musk is absolutely right. Soros hates humanity, in that humanity, for him, is too stupid to recognize the apocalyptic environmental crisis that will eventually engulf us all. Now, unfortunately for Soros, the world is moving uh, more and more away. They're moving in a very different direction. A new world order is rising, but it's not the one that Soros has in mind. Increasingly, it's a world marked by an extraordinary return to nation, culture, custom and tradition, civilization. The liberal vision of Soros is being rejected increasingly by more and more 
populations who are rising up, fighting back, and restoring their national and civilizational sovereignty. Elon Musk is right. I mean, this could be another area where me and Dr. Steve may disagree. I mean, I know it's his whole message. Um, I am not sure whether it is uh, necessarily true that, uh, you know, populations are waking up on a, you know, becoming more, more and more nationalist and so on. Um, not sure about that. Uh, I don't see that much evidence uh, of it. Um, I mean, there's definitely been some sort of shift. There's been, there has been some sort of shift since, let's say, 2015 um, to now. I'll, I'll give him that. But it's not really it hasn't really translated uh, much as of yet uh, into concerted organized action um, against uh, like Soros. Um, and where it has, with somebody like Elon Musk, it hasn't taken a particularly nationalist form, has it? I mean, Elon Musk is not a nationalist. He's a transhumanist. He is, uh, you know, the spaceman. Uh, you know, he's somebody who um, has a kind of progressive, you know, uh, uh, almost utopian, uh, liberal vision of the world. Um, you know, so okay, I get, I get it. Elon Musk is is going on Joe Rogan and bad mouthing George Soros, but you know, again, we get to this friend enemy distinction, and I think uh, Elon Musk is a difficult person for many people to pass uh, w w when it comes to this, and a lot of question marks remain over him. Um, he, he's got a habit of telling people what you know he thinks they want to hear. Um, and, you know, I see this a lot. You know, I see people on all sides of the political spectrum pinning their hopes on Elon Musk because he seems like he's one of us. Um, but I have listened to, you know, various Twitter spaces with when Elon Musk has been on. And, uh, you know, to me, he just sounds like a, a lot of the stuff he says, yet again, just sounds like more liberalism. Sounds like a, like a, a nether Jordan Peterson, if you if you want to put it that way. Um you know, that, that is not the rise of nationalism that uh, uh, Turdy is talking about here. Um, and I, I guess one of the uh, issues that Dr. Steve has is that he likes to funnel everything, everything that happens into this narrative he's got of the rising conservative age and the new nationalism. Um, you know, but Elon Musk is not really part of that. If you if you asked Elon Musk, are you a nationalist? He'd say no. So, you know, but he would he you know Turley uh, likes to kind of make the pieces fit his narrative uh, a little bit too often. Anyway, let's uh, let's see what else he has to say. Doris's days are over, and thank heavens for that. Hey gang, I know what it's like to feel alone. <laughs> All right, okay, let's leave let's leave it there, gang. Uh, all right. If you enjoyed this, tap that bell, hit like and subscribe. Um, buy some courses at the Academic Agency. Join the channel. Uh, subscribe to my Substack. But most importantly of all, ladies and gentlemen, get out. What goes on in this town is none of your business. As long as I'm living here, it is. Then maybe you shouldn't be living here! Well, that's easily fixed.